0: I had a conversation with Phil Morrison. He is leading up the Committed to the Craft event coming up soon in June. And I'm excited, man. I I will be honest. I haven't studied much of Phil Handy or Rob Fodor, but I've heard a lot about them, especially from Mike Dunn. And I know 94 Feet of the Game, and I know a lot about Gannon Baker. And having those three guys in the same area at one time is going to be fire. Hoops Institute is going to be sponsoring – one of the sponsors – of the event. So a lot of good stuff there. And if you're a basketball trainer or a coach who is interested in networking and improving your craft, your game, then I do think this conference is worth considering. So I wanted to ask Phil some questions that you probably have about it that may help you make a decision as to whether or not you want to go. So listen in, hope you guys enjoy, and uh, I'll talk to you on the next episode. What's up we're live right now i have with me uh phil morrison and we're talking about the committed to the craft event coach how you doing i'm doing great thank you for having me on again absolutely been been far too long your podcast was pr- very popular by the way dropped some gems man so i appreciate it we were in a pretty tough time there in that pandemic so yeah that was-, was wild yeah yeah thanks for- i think you're at a trainee's house when when you were when you were that was that was in my backyard I had that was your backyard yeah I had the doc I had the doctor dish out and sitting in the backyard right before I was had some uh, players coming over to train yeah 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 yeah. so this time a little bit different topic and focusing primarily on the committed to the craft event and uh not only am I very interested in this because one I'm, I'm going and have some of my team going and we're one of the the sponsors there and I know how much work you've put into this, but I really do believe it's going to be game changing for a lot of coaches and basketball trainers lives. So I want to ask you, honestly, straight up, man, like out the jump, what makes you excited about this conference and why is it different than, than other ones? Well,
1: kind of the pitch has been it's a conference for coaches and trainers, and it involves different aspects that I don't think have been touched on. And other similar events, you know, I really wanted a conference where it was kind of a gathering of basketball minds, basketball teachers, people with a teacher's heart, and so um, I really swung big and uh, prayed on something like this, and wanted to run an event that honestly kind of scared me to see if I could pull it off, and it's all kind of come together. And having, you know, it starts with the the keynotes with the best in the world: Phil Handy, Gannon Baker, Rob Folder. And then from there, having awesome basketball coaches and trainers, businesses and brands uh, coming together like yourself and other coaches from around the world really coming in. And so, you know, that's the unique aspect of it is I wanted to cater to coaches and trainers where they're at right now. If they're trying to move up, if they're trying to grow their basketball training business, if they're trying, if they're in between jobs or their desires to take this all the way as far as they possibly can. How can we bring them together in a one weekend setting and cover all these different things from workshops to keynote talks, Q and A's, panel discussions. I'm running two camps with these coaches, which you know people don't know, I've been talking to all three. Um, they're just excited to be together because this is the first time ever these guys have been together in one place, in one gym you know, working with players, talking to coaches, uh, talking to trainers. So it's going uh, to be an amazing weekend.
0: So how did you actually meet? I know you know Gannon. You've met Gannon before. Yeah. Gannon Baker. Can you review that or remind us how you know him? And you know him pretty well, too, which a lot don't know.
1: Yeah, it goes back to, well, you know, Gannon is kind of, I always say he's kind of the goat and the pioneer of the skills training industry, especially in the private sector like me and you operate in, not really being hired by, by a coach or a club or a team. So going all the way back to college, you know, my uh, junior year, uh, going into my junior year of college, um, my coach came to me and told me, hey, you're going to be, the full-time point guard. I was switching over from kind of two-guard to full-time point guard. And he's like, I need you to be able to play the full game. And and basically, we go as you go. You know, you're going to have to deal with all the presses. You're going to have to handle the ball. So I was like, all right, who, who can I find on YouTube who does drills or the best ball handler in the world? And that's when I came across Gannon Baker. And I'd never seen anybody you know, train like that, go that hard. And uh, so in, in, a, in a sense, he started becoming my trainer or my mentor through YouTube from afar. And so I would do all his drills, train or whatever. And, and that next year, I ended up becoming All-American. Um, and so what, that was maybe six, seven, eight years later, I actually get a phone call from Gannon and he invited me down to work with him down in Miami for a weekend very similar to an experience like this. And I was like, couldn't pass it up because I knew I was going to learn from him but also be on court with him in in a live setting. And uh, I went there with expectations. And uh, it really did. It changed a lot for me. And he ended up becoming like a a dear friend and brother uh, more than just kind of a mentor a basketball
0: uh, coaching figure to me. I feel like you're – I mean, it makes sense to pull from a – an event like that where you fly down to Miami and you meet with someone like that and sit with them and learn from them on the court, off the court. What What did you learn from it? And what are you, what are you taking from that experience and adding into this event? Yeah. You know, I think the big thing was when I
1: got there, there were, I want to say at that event, there were about 40 coaches from all over. There was from other countries that came in and, I learned a ton, but more than anything, i got that I got to see in person, live, flesh and blood, somebody who was doing it at a level that I aspire to get to one day. That was the big thing was he kind of had the blueprint. And so a lot of that was me coming and, and just trying to absorb like a sponge as much as I could, but being able to interact with them and getting that reassurance, you know, after that, I, Gannon must've offered me three different times jobs in mm-hmm. China and other places, uh, you know, to work with him. And, and so, you know, the biggest thing was I took away from it that what was possible and, and what I could take back to my market. That was most important was I, I'm not going to be a Gannon Baker or in this situation, I'm not a Phil Handy. I'm not a raw Fodor, but I really want to pull from those guys, their experiences, their lessons they learned on the way up, because we see them where they're at now, training LeBron, training NBA guys, working for the Miami Heat. But they all had a process and a journey. And uh, that's really what I tried to create this whole conference, you know, the committed to the craft conference around is I want to pull from that that journey, um, things they they did on their path
0: to getting to where they're at, whether they're a coach or a trainer. Oh, and how do you structurally, how are you setting that up in the event? Because honestly, with events like this, I'm familiar with there being a knowledge, high. kind of like with our training sessions at times. Unfortunately, there are some who kids, athletes who come, they train, they go back home, they don't work on anything, they come back the same. And it's just, I know that, but I don't know how, and and they get stuck in the knowledge of that knowledge high. How do you combat that and and how are you structurally combating that with the event, if so?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Really, the whole format was built around the fact that I've been to other events like this and I wanted to create something that I think offered two, three times the value of anything I've ever been around or anything offered right now, uh, similar to something like this. So really what I did was I tried to put myself in the seat of uh, where I'm at. Or where you're at or other coaches are other trainers are how they want to move up in the coaching industry or grow their basketball training business um, or program those types of things so the structure of it is basically um, a networking event where we have other sponsors and brands where we can all kind of meet and that's my was my hope with bringing in the deuce brand that's providing all the gear and everything just to Use him, a CEO, as someone who's going to invest back into people trying to really grow uh, their brand or their company. You're coming in, of course, and introducing people to your podcast, the software. Just really, you, you got your hand in a lot of things where you're providing value to the basketball community. So that's one aspect of it. The other is workshops. We're doing three workshops for coaches, for skills trainers. And social media, in other words, how to leverage and use social media to grow, whether you're a coach or a skills trainer, um, how to grow your skills training business within your community. Um, pretty much a whole workshop on that. And then Corey Harris is coming in and he's going to run the coaching uh, workshop. And he's got a unique story from being a skills trainer out of the Atlanta area. In a few years, he moved all the way up to be an assistant coach at the top level pro league in China uh, with Stefan Marbury. So that's one aspect of it, and then the keynotes from Phil Handy, Gannon Baker, Rob Foder—they got two of them—and we're running two basketball camps with uh, players, middle school and high school, in front of all the coaches. So that's really the structure of it. But being able to have the workshops, do uh, Q and A discussions, uh, panel talks—I mean, just there's just so much going on. We've talked about this kind of um, on our own about how much is going on that weekend uh, for coaches and trainers.
0: Right. And I like the fact that it's a full weekend and honestly, I'm geeked for the, the VIP experience too. So, I mean, if you haven't already talked about that a little bit, what, what is that VIP experience like along with the workshops the Q and a, the panels, the camps, the everything else what's going on with that?
1: Yeah. So the VIP experience, the unique part about that is we have coaches and trainers that are kind of flying in from all over the world but I wanted to create something uh, a little different where they had more access. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, when I met Gannon Baker, I went out to dinner with him with a few other coaches and had that kind of that one-on-one type access to them. And with a big conference like this, I know sometimes it's going to be tough for that. So I created the VIP where a lot of it is more premium access to the coaches and trainers. So we'll be going out to a VIP dinner, which is like, we rented out a private restaurant and having a, a very nice uh, dinner with the three coaches and just the coaches that are in the VIP and having a private meet and greet, a private Q and a, where you can really pick their, their brain. Um, there's a lot of special like gift packages and things that the co- the coaches are going to provide. I know Phil Handy has something special. He's going to give to each coach that's in that VIP. So that's really what the VIP is about is giving them more access and private access to,
0: um, you know, Rob, Gannon, and Phil. It Saying those three names again, a question I wanted to ask earlier, how did you, I know you know Gannon, but how did you get this uh, list, this trio? What made you ask them to be the keynote? So great decisions. But curious to know what your thought process was. Well, number one, I thought if I was going to do this, I want like a dream team.
1: And so I wrote down a list, of like man who would be my dream team and i had a, a list of multiple coaches and then it came down to like okay um i don't want this to be where i bring in you know eight guys and um you know the overhead is incredible and we just sit in a gym and um we listen to them talk eight guys talk so we're sitting all day i wanted it to be where we're getting access to in my opinion the goats that's just that's my opinion everybody has their own But Gannon Baker, Phil Handy, Rob Fodor, three totally different guys, different approaches, but very well-respected. And uh, the difference is, is these guys all have decades of experience, proven results, okay? And I always say, there's a difference between being a master of social media and being a master of the craft. There's a big difference. And sometimes we can fool them in this day and age. These guys, are masters of the craft they've done it at the highest level and they started with kids and moved up Mm -hmm. and so in my opinion each of them have probably forgotten more basketball than i've ever learned and so i went after i just basically just swung for the fence um bro i just said can i get these guys and um luckily my relationship with gannon and rob helped quite a bit Phil, I've just been acquainted to through social media and through uh, Gary Hughes, who's the CEO of Deuce Brand. And, you know, with uh, Phil being uh, having his own line with the be your own goat line that that helped a little bit. But the, the main thing was I really had to um, work it around the schedule because, you know, right now, Phil feels like the, uh, he's like a rocket in the skills training industry. I mean, everybody all over the world. Are, are trying to get Phil handy in. So I feel very fortunate. I was able to, to steal him for a weekend.
0: And I'm, I'm curious to know what the, uh, cause the networking experience is going to be great as well. Not just learning from, from Phil, Rob and, and Gannon, but also talking to other people in the training industry. So who, what's the, what's the, I, I guess, like the demographic of coach that you've seen sign up so far and there are situations if you've had a chance to talk to that, that type of coach. Who do you see who's really signing up for this and, and coming? Honestly, I think I'm opening it up to see who will come.
1: But what I've seen so far, the feedback is I've really tried to gear the, co- gear the whole conference towards the coach who is trying to grow in their community grow in a coaching game as far as like, say they're doing AAU high school, college, and they're trying to move up into that spot of being a head coach, moving up to um, college level, moving up to the division one level. One of uh, their dream is to move up into the pro game. Cause you know, that's all about connects and providing value. Yeah. Um, skills trainers who look at a Gannon Baker or a Phil Handy, you know, Phil is probably the most popular or at least well-known among skills development coaches in the NBA. And I think Phil Handy's going to be a head coach one day in the NBA. I think it's just a matter of time. But, you know, he got in on the, on the bottom floor basement uh, with the Lakers. He left his very successful skills training business and took a pay cut to go to the Lakers because he's like, I want to work with Kobe. Like, that's why I'm doing this. I want to see if what I've been doing can work with the best in the game. You know, and Rob is, I always say Rob is the most fascinating person in basketball. If you've never heard Rob speak, he can just go and um, I call him the mad scientist of shooting. Um, so he has such a unique story from studying how the, the, the body mechanics of cats help you as a shooter. I mean, it's just uh, the most interesting conversations you can imagine come through Rob. And he's behind the scenes. You know, Pat Riley and Eric Sposher have been on record saying that Ralph Fodor is the best shooting coach on the planet. And a lot of his stuff he does is behind the scenes. He doesn't get credit for. But Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, all these guys have worked firsthand. They've talked on podcasts that, you know, I owe everything to Rob Fodor. You know, he's the one behind the scenes that have helped me kind of advance my career. And, uh, you know, he's done it with everybody. He works with everybody. Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, all those guys that came through the Heat organization. The Heat has been number one or top five in the NBA in shooting, you know, for all these years. And uh, Rob's really the guy behind the scenes doing all of that. So, you know, to get all three of these guys in one place at one time was um, there's a lot of uh, grace that goes into it, a lot of luck to go into it. But I'm just thankful that I got them all locked in for
0: this weekend. The event is what June
1: June third through fifth in June Louisville, 5th. Kentucky.
0: Third through the fifth, man, we got third, fourth, yeah, three days with these guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. Friday, g- giving everybody a chance to fly in. Friday, we start kick off with a networking event on Friday, June third, at four p.m. here in Louisville, and then we get it kicked off right away. Phil Handy and Gannon Baker's keynote to start the conference on Friday night at six at six. Is that what session
0: one is the session I'm, one Phil Handy and Gannon Baker's keynotes I'm looking at it right now so you got session one Phil Handy and Gannon like off rip so you get the network two hours meeting trainers I'm excited to do do different interviews there talk to different trainers and see where they come from hear their background and maybe hopefully talk to Gannon and Phil before they they, they provide the keynote um, meeting Gannon in person too, man. I've talked to him a few times. I, I know one of his former, I believe, players that used to, to coach at my alma mater. So re- meeting him is going to be great, but they start with the keynote six to eight thirty, And then that morning is the Saturday morning is the basketball camp.
1: Yeah. Right. So what we're doing is after each session, we're actually going to have kind of that Q and a panel discussion.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So-
1: That's the unique thing about it for both nights, uh, Friday and Saturday, is I'm going to get these coaches together sitting down and we're just going to interview them, talk, you know, bounce ideas off each other. I'm really trying to pull those stories of, um, you know, the relationships, how they built those relationships with Kawhi, with Kobe, with LeBron, with Kyrie. What was it like when they first started out and you had kids canceling on you? You know, how did you grow your business? Tell me about those long drives all over uh, to get from one gym to another um, or losing gyms, trying to get access to gyms. Like, these guys all went through it. You know, I think sometimes we forget that. They didn't just arrive in the NBA. So I think that's where we can, will be a unique chance to provide value to where a coach is right now. You know, how did you move up the food chain in, in the coaching game And how did you grow your skills training business from, you know, Gannon and Hampton, Virginia to, I think he's going to six countries this summer uh, training all over the world. So, I mean, that to me is the unique thing uh, we're doing with the panel discussions, but yeah, Saturday morning, we're doing um, the camps with, uh, with kids from grades six through 12 in front of all the coaches. So, to me, that's more relatable. You know, Phil Handy, you usually only see working out NBA players. So he's going to be working out kids.
0: Hold on. So let me make sure I understand. You got Phil Handy, Gannon Baker, and Rob Folder. They're all going to be working this camp.
1: All these in the same place, bro. All doing the camp.
0: I don't know. Like, okay. So are the coaches helping out with this rebounding? Are they teaching? Are they stepping back and observing? Like, what are we, no, what are we this doing? is That's fire already as it is. Yeah. Like, so you guys the, running the camp.
1: See uh, that's the unique thing about it is, um is I've got them all together running the camp. Now the, the thing is, is I, I, I don't want these guys overlapping. Otherwise it turns into an Avenger movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be where I'm going to showcase Phil handy uh, for an hour and a half. I'm going to showcase Gannon Baker for an hour and a half. I'm going to showcase Rob. So uh, now the thing is, I was on the phone with Rob yesterday morning. We talked for like an hour yesterday. And his thing was, he was just excited to finally meet in person and be on the court with Phil Handy. You know, Gannon, I got on the phone with, he's like, you know, me and Phil have talked on social media, and but we've never actually been together. Mm. And Phil Handy had one of the reasons why he did this event was because of his respect for gannon baker and Rob foder he was like oh that'd be awesome like i i, I want to be around other great teachers like these guys and that was a big reason why he said yes um when he has you know a thousand other events um on his table that he could have chose to do and he chose to do that with them so uh that's something that's very unique and it's relatable to being you you know I, I, Mason, are you are you training uh, lebron anytime soon No, I don't have anything on my schedule. No. Okay. (laughs) What about Jimmy Butler? You got Jimmy Butler on the schedule? No, not not this month. We're training kids, man. Right. I want to see how Phil Handy interacts with middle school and high school kids. I want to see how Rob does his shooting drills, which are so unique with them. And Gannon, like I said, if you've never been in, Gannon is just pure energy. Um, And so I want to see that. And I wanna share that with other coaches being there watching that and being able to take that back to their community. That's
0: fire, man. It kind of, yeah, it stuck me a little bit thinking like, oh shoot, they're all gonna be there with these kids working with athletes that we're gonna see when we come back from this conference, when we come back from this event, this is what we're going to be uh, doing on a day-to-day basis. So, I mean, what else, besides taking notes, man, and implementing those things, like how, how could a, a trainer or a coach leverage this? Uh, obviously taking action on the, on, the, on the information, but I just feel like that in and of itself raises the stock, you know, coming back from an event, meeting guys like this and learning from them and implementing them. Is there anything else aside from that that's needed? To Well, you know, this, is,
1: this was my vision of create a platform in an event where iron sharpens iron, just as one man sharpens another, you know, as the proverb says. So, just to so just to kick off the first event and throughout the conference, on the same gym floor, I see other trainers that you might follow, or admire, on social media, getting to meet them, collabing with them, uh, events coming out of this, camps kind of coming out of this. Um, I might walk up and man, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time, get to meet you. And then I turn around and then, Hey, I'm shaking Phil Handy's hand. And then I'm turning around and I've been following this coach for a while up in Iowa. He's going to be there. So that's kind of my whole thing is bringing everyone together where, you know, yes, there's going to be workshops and keynote talks and Q and a discussions and the VIP dinner and meet and greet and all that stuff, but more being able to interact throughout the entire weekend. Um, I'm even allowing, uh, you know, coaches and trainers that are sponsors of the event to do demonstrations, you know, uh, on the court, you know, if that's something they want to do, um, doing interviews. Uh, I know one thing you're helping me with is being interviewing other coaches and trainers. So it's just a great way, one, to, to meet and learn. I think that's the heart of this is, is uh, teach the teachers lead the leaders in this situation, but also give them an opportunity to kind of really get their name out there and their brand out there in front of other coaches, trainers, businesses, and brands from all over the basketball world.
0: I'm trying to figure out, man, because obviously I need to do my research. I know, I know all these names, right? But there are so many years of experience there that it's going to take a while to dig. I, like I've already planned to watch every single interview that Phil Handy has done. Um, watch all of Rob voter stuff but where where would you start with this for somebody who knows the name but doesn't know them as intimately as you would know a and and can't learn things that you've learned just on social media but how do you how do you maximize this where would somebody start to research about these guys and learn more about them
1: i think for the most part is um i would start there bro i would start social media youtube mm-hmm. i mean that to me You know, social media is a crazy thing because some of the most gifted and best teachers in the world have little to no following because it's just a it's a it's a young man's game. Social media, you know, a lot of the OGs, they're they're locked in on teaching. A lot of these NBA coaches or college coaches, they don't have the time to put in, whereas you'll get young guys who have the time and and have mastered social media and, and they put in the time and work and they grow these huge followings. But, you know, the biggest thing is, I mean, there's a difference. I mean, there's a real difference from someone that's been doing it for 20, 30 years at the highest level. And, uh, you know, thankfully these guys are on social media and on YouTube and their stuff is out there, you know, for the most part. But, you know, what's really cool is um, I I went directly on like the NBA websites, reading (laughs) the bios of Rob Fodor and Phil Handy and, and even with Gannon, you know he has his mentorship program, so all of his stuff is out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, day, so th- it's not hard to find stuff on these guys. Man, so what? What am I? What am I missing here? What is uh, anything else that uh, I think you you think is relevant for the trainers? because you know, I'm already going. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm already I'm already committed to it. Right, pun intended. I think I think
1: the biggest thing is it is a commitment. It's a commitment of, of the most precious thing you have, which is your time. You've got to be in there at Louisville, Kentucky. It's a commitment with money paying for it. It's a, it's a commitment, but, but the biggest thing is what I always say is view it as an investment. Like I said, more of an investment of yourself because I really tried to create this event and format it, you know, with these, with these coaches and the coaches coming in to help. Um, In other words, how can we provide the most value and help someone in a weekend get the tools and resources and get that process started of getting to where they want to go? Let's reverse engineer that. And uh, so I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, One thing I will add that I've had this conversation with other coaches is, you know, to to bring in this level of coaches all in one place and to run a world-class event. Um, I think it's pretty obvious there's a huge overhead for me to do this, but I wanted to put it on the line and create an event like this that is something when I first started out, I've been doing this seven years now since I stopped playing overseas. I've been doing it full time for seven years. If I came home back in 2015 um, and I had no gyms and I was starting over and I wanted to get into coaching now, or I want to get into training, like what would be one of the most amazing learning curves I could have in a two, three day period. And that's where I started with this event. You know, so the other thing is, is I understand um, everybody's in different situations. So one thing I will add that has actually put a lot of coaches over the top and trainers is for every ticket option from the general admission Player passes. If a player wanted to get in, it all the way up to sponsorships and VIP. We have a a four payment plan, so you can spread those payments out over time. That really relieves if there's any kind of financial worry, it releases a, a lot of that uh, worry. So you have time, and you know we're almost what well, we almost got uh, a little under three months. So there's time to get your plans together as far as being able to get into Louisville, Kentucky, and then. Um, and, you know, we got we got people coming from other countries, too, already that have committed. So that's the that's the biggest thing is there's a payment plan. And um, I think that's going to help a lot of coaches. I, I'm really appreciate my business partner making that possible for everyone that that want to come to the
0: to the conference. That's uh, that's rare to have a, a, a pay, payment plan in general for 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 these things. And honestly, it's. I don't say it's fairly priced it's it's priced it is priced fairly it really is, and you gotta as far you got an early bird special with this too to make it honestly almost like a, you have no excuse on doing this right like especially if you're in a driving distance to to not be at this event and and learn from guys like this who you may not have a chance to to always learn from on a two three day Three day instant. So for me, it was a no brainer. It was definitely a no brainer. It, it, it's 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 not a far drive at all. And I know that's not the case for everybody else. So shout out to everybody who's coming and they are flying in. And I know you're going to value that and honor that too. So I'm excited for it, man. And I appreciate you, uh, for taking time to explain it. And I'm excited to meet you in person too.
1: Yeah, no, it's going to be big, man. Like I said, uh, I always tell people like it's, you know, time. And even with money is an exchange of value. So you you pay for things you value. And for me, I was like, man, I want to run the best possible world-class event I can to really help coaches. I want to provide as much value as possible. When I pitched the vision to, you know, Rob, Phil, and Gannon, they were all on board. You know, actually, Gannon had said he wished he could run an event like this um, but with his travel schedule and everything, he couldn't organize something like this. So he was just thankful that he can fly in and be a part of the event. Phil Handy, too. When I pitched it to him, I was like, Phil, this is, a, this is an investment in the next generation of coaches and trainers coming up, which have exploded. There's never been a time like this. Because um, these guys are the OGs. These guys are the pioneers. They were the first of their kind. There was not only a handful back when they started. Uh, whether it be 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So to see where it's come now and to be able to have all these guys in one place. And like, they've all told me, you know, Rob folder too. He's like, I'm, I'm going to give it everything I got uh, to those people that show up for this conference, man. I'm just excited to get it going and the energy is going to be just insane. Um, so, uh, and I'm thankful to have you a part of it, man. I'm very thankful to have you one as a sponsor two, helping me run the event, and uh, three, as one of the panelists uh, that, is, that are going to jump on and, and pour into the coaches as well.
0: Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my research. I'm studying to ask to draw out the most information from the, the keynotes from those guys, from the legends, and ready to help out because I'm excited, especially at the way that you've been so inclusive with everybody in mind with this. So thanks for the effort you're putting in, man. I think we only know 20% of it. So, uh, I leave you up pretty early this morning working on this thing. So <laughs> I appreciate what yeah. you're doing every morning. Yeah, for sure. Every morning. Bossman. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. man, uh, thank you. And, um, we'll meet again for sure to talk about this.
1: All right. Appreciate you, man. sir. Sure.